if you only try like safe and small tweaks, for example, on your website, you won't really make a huge difference. Sure. I think the same is true for our careers. We need to take big bets and, and take higher risks in order to make a bigger difference. Welcome to Experiment Nation's podcast. My name is Charlotte, um, and I'm today's host. I'm, I'm actually really stoked. I'm really excited to do this interview. And that was like uh, a conference that Experiment Nation did back around September. And it really resonated with me a lot because when I was starting with my uh, second role as a CRO manager, um, you know, you talked about uh, the first 90 days when you start joining a new company and how it's important. So I'm really excited to have you here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you, Charlotte, for, for having me, for the invitation. I'm, I'm really excited to uh, about sharing my, my experience with you guys. Um, so yeah, I've been in, in experimentation for a couple of years now, close to three years, uh, but I've been in the digital space for way longer than that. Yeah, so I start, I basically started building my first websites as a hobby like 16 years ago, like really long time ago. Uh, it was like 2007. Uh, so I just wanted, so I just had some side projects and I started playing around with like building WordPress sites and, and, and all that. Eventually I made some money with like online advertising, Google AdSense. So it was like really revealing for me, uh, as an experience. Then I, I, I stopped for, for a few years and I, I dedicated my time to other activities, uh, specifically on the media uh, side of, of things. I worked in TV production for three years on the uh, audio department for a big uh, TV company here in my country, in Colombia. Uh, and eventually I quit that job. I wanted something different and I wanted to do something uh, while traveling the world. I wanted to, to, to explore the world, to move somewhere else. And I needed to, to afford my life. And that's when I restarted doing web design. So from 2015 to 2021, more or less, I built like dozens, even hundreds, I would say of websites for mainly for small businesses. Uh, here in Latin America, but also we had a few clients in in the U.S. and Europe. Were you traveling around? Were you traveling while doing web design? Because you said that you you wanted to do like some type of work where you travel. You're like going places. Yeah. So for three years, I was pretty much a full time nomad. That's that's what I say. Uh, from 2015 to 2018, I just lived nowhere and everywhere at the same time. Uh, I didn't have like a fixed location for, yeah, it was a little more than three years and I did web design the whole time, like web strategy, uh, building, I built a ton of websites, mainly WordPress websites. Eventually we transitioned into being more of a Shopify partner agency. So mm. that's what we were specializing on at that point. And I eventually settled down 
with, with my wife, who was my partner in, in, in this agency as well. And uh, by this time, about um, 2020, when the pandemic hit, I just I was curious to to upskill to 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 specialize into something more specific to do something different, and that's when I started my journey in CRO um, experimentation. I know, like, uh, I, I, your your story is actually very very interesting because, like, um, like you've mentioned, when the pandemic hits, then you kind of like started going to this, like, what can I do that is really would challenge me how did you find cxl and who that's, told you what's what cxl is yeah that that's a great question that i cannot actually like uh answer like in a super specific way because i cannot quite exactly remember what i remember is i wasn't really so active in social as i am today like on linkedin or, or twitter uh, but eventually, at some point, I was following someone who retweeted Pep Laya, who's uh, CXL's founder, and yeah. I started following him. This was probably a year before I actually joined the, the Institute. Do you remember what he tweeted? <laughs> I, I, I don't, but I, I, I'll try to find out because I, I, there, I think there might be a way. That's, that's actually a great <laughs> yeah. thing to do now that I think backward, like in hindsight. Um, so, yeah, he, he might have tweeted something. And that's when I uh, realized CXL existed. So let's say it was in 2019, mid-year mm. or something. And I immediately realized I wanted to enroll in, uh, in CXL and, and make uh, their certifications. However, I, I, I never took the leap because it was a bit pricey for me at that point. I mean, obviously, when I see it in hindsight, I think that's a bargain for everything that can yeah. give you back. I agree. I uh, but I, I, I never committed to, to, to pay the, the full subscription. What happened was that once the pandemic uh, hit, uh, CXL just made a huge uh, discount for the yearly subscription. Uh, so it was like 25% the regular price. And I said, this is my opportunity. So I, I enrolled uh, on CXL Institute right when the pandemic started, like in March, April of 2020. Moving on, it's kind of like, you know, we cannot, as CRO specialists, there's always new information. Um, what would you advise for someone who's just starting out or someone who would be, um, or thinking about like, oh, you know, I've heard of CRO, but I'm not sure um, where to start or how to, how to start. So, uh, yeah, I think my, my advice for everyone uh, new to, to experimentation, to CRO, is to, to look for, for like people out there talking about this on a daily basis. I think LinkedIn has been a game a changer for me because you quickly get to know the right people to follow. Obviously, experimentation is a great shortcut to get to know who these people uh, are because... At the end of the day, I think, again, this is still small enough or manageable enough 
for you to get to know who the key people uh, is in, in a short time. And as you said, surprisingly, everyone is so really so approachable. I, I receive DMs. I have sent DMs as well, asking for advice, for mentorship. And people is, is really open about, about this stuff because at the end of the day, we all want the like experiment experimentation and CRO to grow as a as, as an industry as a practice to 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 be more uh, known by outsiders if that's the case or if, so at the end of the day I think even if we look as competition and by that I mean between agencies or like vendors we are all looking into uh, the same goal so I think we're looking. To, to, to go to the same place. And that, that's partly what makes this industry and this group of people so fascinating. Because sometimes when I think about it, like there are um, people who want to be something, like regardless of like, you know, being an experimenter or something else, like in another industry, like you have to have a certain time frame where you really have to do the hard yard like hard work. Um, I remember, I just want to share with you as well. Like when I was starting out with digital marketing, um, I was not a digital marketer at all. I do have a degree in advertising, but that was like 2009. And you know what, what do I know? Like it's different. And so I was like, okay, why don't I practice advertising or, you know, digital marketing? Cause that was my degree originally anyway. Um, and so I reached out to people and took me seven months of like doing free work just to get paid eventually. Um, and again, like if, if, um, if you don't have, or, you know, if, if someone doesn't have that grit or you, you kind of like, or resilience to just wait until someone realizes your potential or gives you that opportunity, then you kind of like limit yourself. You stop halfway and then you're like, this is too hard. I'm not going to go with it anymore. You know what I mean though? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes like it is about limitations that we put into ourselves. Have you experienced any type of like uh, limitation when you were doing your, your, um, you know, when you were starting as a CRO, did, does it, um, did you feel like it's hard to reach out to people at first um, before you realize, oh, you know, they're actually quite friendly and they're like human beings like you and me? No, not at all, actually, not really. And that that's partly because CXL has its own community as well. Oh, so nice. you you could quickly realize people is, is quite approachable. Uh, so I think that's that's relevant too. Uh, but also, now you talk about limitation, and, and I think that's a key point. Uh, I, I I continuously think about because um, I don't think I or maybe I think people just limit themselves uh, too much. Um, my example is a good example. I'm, I'm based in Colombia in Latin America, mm. and I. In, in a matter of a year, obviously with prior experience, but in a matter of a year at, at CXL, I ended up working for this uh, agency, Spiro, which is one of the leader agencies Huge. in the experimentation world, 
working for like huge clients all mm. over the world. And I was quickly just uh, leading accounts on this agency, which is something that many of my peers uh, here at Columbia might, might think it's it's like unrealistic. It's just like a dream. It's impossible or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's not the case at all. Like there's no, and, and, and obviously this is closely related to our discussion about internet uh, a few minutes ago. There's no limit. Like as long as you provide value, people mm. don't really care about where you are or what your background was before that because mm. they care about like achieving their goals. Exactly. And obviously, as long as you help them achieve their goals, which is obviously related to, to, to last year's conference of mine, uh, it doesn't really matter lo uh, location, language skills, even, yeah. and, and all of that. Because sometimes when I think about it, like there are um, people who want to be something. Like regardless of like, you know, being an experimenter or something else like in another industry, like you have to have a certain time frame where you really have to do the hard yard, like hard work. So, um, I remember, I just want to share with you as well. Like when I was starting out with digital marketing, um, I was not a digital marketer at all. I do have a degree in advertising, but that was like 2009. And you know what? What do I know? Like, it's different. And so I was like, okay, why don't I practice advertising or, you know, digital marketing? Because that was my degree originally anyway. Um, and so I reached out to people and took me seven months of like doing free work just to get paid eventually um and again like if if um if you don't have or you know if if someone doesn't have that grit or you you kind of like or resilience to just wait until someone realizes your potential or gives you that opportunity then you kind of like limit yourself you stop halfway and then you're like this is too hard i'm not gonna go with it anymore you know what I mean, though? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, sometimes, like, it is about limitations that we put into ourselves. Have you experienced any type of, like, uh, limitation when you were doing your, your um, you know, when you were starting as a CRO? Did, does it, um, did you feel like it's hard to reach out to people at first um, before you realize, oh, you know, they're actually quite friendly and they're like human beings like you and me? Consider self-limitations that go between generations and, and 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 people and backgrounds. But yeah, at the end of the day, you just need to take some risk and and, and quickly realize that uh, it shouldn't be a concern really. Uh, nowadays, with and especially after the pandemic, with with remote work, people can work for companies from everywhere. There's mm -hmm. no really a limit anymore. Not even a limit on what you can earn in, mm. in, in terms of salary. So I think it's a matter of just taking the leap, uh, taking some risks, and 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 try it out. At the end of the day, there's there's nothing really to lose. Uh, I know some people feel more comfortable, like maybe being hired by a local company with some mm. 
additional legal compliance in regard of like contract stability and stuff like that, because normally these international companies have to hire international workers as contractors. But I think this is a this is a risk that people should take because uh, I don't think that's that should be a big concern and it can change your life really once you once you start doing that. Agree. I, I was actually also interested because, you know, Experiment Nation's CRO salary report is going to come out soon, right? And so, Absolutely. And so I was thinking like, oh, you know, wonder how, how much other CRO specialists around the world are, are um, you know, earning. But it's interesting that you've mentioned before that you didn't even try to like negotiate like, oh, you know, it's okay if, if my salary is a little bit smaller you were just like so confident and you're like, nah, I'm worth this, then I should get that, you know? Yeah, I think this is, I mean, this is partly because uh, I think there's a high demand in experimentation yeah. right now and probably not so much of offer. So many companies are just looking for, for example, a CRO specialist, yeah. a CRO strategist, an experimentation strategist. They are not looking for an experimentation strategies in Philippines or in Colombia. Oh. You know, they just need this person to fill a role, not like so geographically limit their their ability or their capabilities. So I think as long as you can embrace this narrative and, and show that you can provide value no matter no matter what where you are, uh, companies will be willing to, to pay more and to match the salaries with their local salaries, if, if that's a thing, for example. Uh, so, yeah. When you start uh, building your personal brand as an experimenter, how would you say, like, how would you start in terms of like, hey, I'm, I'm an expert on this because um, you've already passed that three-year mark. I'm an expert on this. I have enough experience to share. Like, how would you say that that experience was for you? I love that question, actually. Uh, and I think Spiro deserves a big shout out here mm -hmm. because they really encourage us to, to build our personal brands, uh, to, to, to be active on social, to publish, to, to make use of our frameworks as an agency, to post about it. And, and, and I love this because I have known of companies that, that actually don't allow their workers to, wow. to build their personal brand. This is totally not the case. So I attribute all what I have achieved in terms of like building my personal brand out there to, to Spiro, to, to Ben, uh, because they really encourage this and give us frameworks, ideas, and concepts. What I have learned in, in, in this, during this time, and for the record, I started being like active on LinkedIn, like posting stuff like a year ago probably like 14 more months ago. This is when I really, and, and by the way, that was a year after I joined Spiro. And two oh years after I started in the CRO world. Mm. Uh, because I was like kind of scared or to, to, to what we were talking before, limiting myself, yeah. thinking I needed to post like really advanced or smart stuff in order to sound like, um, worth following, yeah, but yeah. that's not really the case at all. Uh, actually, what I have learned 
by by seeing Ben, for example, or, or my friend Shiva Manjunath, who was also part of Spirit until recently and who's very active on, on LinkedIn, even Pep Laya, is that I, I could easily have a conversation with them today, like you are you and I are having. And 30 minutes later, they post about something we talk about. So they don't really overthink this process. So yeah. once I started observing this, I realized it was way less complicated than what I uh, thought. Mm. So I, I, I started building like this muscle. It's like a muscle. It's like going to the gym. You, yeah. you start kind of detecting what's worth sharing, but not worth sharing from like a dopamine hit perspective of just like having a lot of likes or followers, mm. but just because you need to throw this out there. So I quickly realized, thanks to their help as well, uh, Martin P as well, by the way, I need to, to uh, shout him out, is that it's less complicated than it seems. It's more about like sharing uh, experiences maybe with your clients, with your day-to-day -day role. I eventually started creating my own frameworks for this. So this is a really simple process. I, I found a way to record every idea that I, that I have like in oh. like immediately, like in less than 10 seconds. Like, I don't know, let's say we're talking here and say, let's, let's talk about the importance of recording podcasts. So I'll just record this headline in, in 10 seconds and continue doing whatever I am doing. Yeah. Then I'll just book two 30-minute uh, time blocks Uh Yeah, we'll block to 30 minutes of time uh, normally on Fridays and Mondays to go over this idea. So normally on Fridays, I just spend 30 minutes doing like a really rough uh, draft of some of these ideas, like not spending more than five minutes on each. Mm, mm. And normally on Mondays, I just uh, edit one of the drafts or two. And this is normally what I will post during that same day or over the week. That's when it comes to like ideas you wanted to go over in more detail. In addition to that, I have also learned from, from my colleagues and from seeing them just to sometimes post something like in real time. Uh, mm. Something happened, something that's relevant because you know, if like, I don't know, like Google Optimize is sunsetting, you don't want to write a draft and publish this in three weeks. So this combination has allowed me to, to be quite active, like way more active than I ever imagined. I'm posting two, three times per week nowadays, which is which seemed like impossible for me one in a year, a uh, half ago. Um, one year and a half ago. So yeah, it's, it's way simpler than it seems as long as you uh, keep this top of mind, like you realize this is going to have like a big return on investment, not on likes and, and, mm. and followers, but on your career. Exactly. Uh, eventually you'll get to a point and, and I'm pretty sure all these people can recall, can uh, agree with this. You'll get to a point where people are just DMing you, offering you jobs and, and things you could, You could you 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 would have ever thought possible, really. That's that's that has happened to me, and I, I still can't believe it. I feel like that's one insecurity I have is kind of like overthinking things. And okay, like I want to have this personal brand as an experimenter, but it's kind of like, what am I going to talk about? 
is the usual issue. Like I, you know, like a lot of people who are lead, leaders in the industry, they're talking about really smart things and things that I probably have no idea about. And I don't want to sound like this. Oh, you know, you know, newbie trying to be smart on LinkedIn. But I do agree now, like thinking about it and talking to you about it, it's like, am I limiting myself just because I think that I'm not good enough? You know what I mean? Um, so it's a good advice when you said, okay, let's have this 10 second thing or whatever we talked about. Like right now we're talking about in a podcast. Why don't I write those things down and then post it? Because it really is like all information that would help someone grow is valuable information. And, and I think that asking for help is probably a good way to start to, uh, with. To, like people will help. Like if you're struggle with, struggling with something on, on your job, for example, or yeah. on your role as an experimentation, and we all struggle a lot with, with, with uh, a lot of like limitations, people... Yes. I mean, uh, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, asking for help publicly can, can make, make a difference because people will help and this will, at the end of the day, uh, increase your reach and, and make, you make, yeah, make you grow your own personal brand uh, too. I, I definitely encourage everyone to, to, to start doing this. It's, it's quite fascinating the things that start happening after you are consistent for, for some time. Because I, I, I'll share this. This is a very personal, of course, but I'm, I'm quite happy at Spiro. I plan to, to continue with them for, for more time, for sure. Uh, but even with that, it's fascinating to have, for example, the job offers reaching you in your inbox. And not, not, not uh, instead of you having to apply out there, you know. The other thing as well is like not, there's not a lot of people who does experimentation. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very, very niche um, industry. Like there are processes and there are frameworks. Um, there are, you know, questions, prioritizations and all these things on how to develop a test like during testing and analysis, like it's not something that you can just um, have like a little bit of a knowledge and then, you know, lead the whole experimentation team. But I think that's, that speaks directly to those uh, international folks, uh, maybe not in the US or in Western Europe, there's high demand for experimentation roles and they are not, they are, they need for someone. They, they don't need for someone affordable. They need for someone. So I think my advice here or recommendation is to, to, to embrace this, make sure you can shine out there in every context for every region, uh, without moving, which is obviously nice if, if that's what you like, uh, but yeah, like you, you just say that it's the, there's high demand or higher demand than offer in experimentation from my perspective. So don't, I mean, realize your real value. I think that's my, my TLDR here. What would you tell those people who have insecurities, they have the capability, but there's something stopping them 
from moving forward? What would be your takeaway on that? I think that's very analogous to experimentation as a practice, as an art, as a science. Uh, I think all the listeners know that. Very analogous to experimentation and A-B testing, if you want to make a bigger difference in your life, in your career, you, you must take bigger uh, risk and, and bets for sure. Yeah, I, I do. I was thinking earlier, A-B test the resume you send. <laughs> which, which version is better? But, but I, 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 do, I do remember this um, uh, managing director of a CRO company I used to work for. What he would do is is very interesting. Like he he doesn't have any boundaries of like he he just goes for it. But he would look at the website of the person that he wants to be his client, and instead of saying like, "Hey, we have this you know really good CRO service. Do you want it?" He would say like, "Oh, you know your website is amazing, but I think that if you put this element." further change the copy or, or you know remove this distraction etc that your conversion rate will be better and people would go for it and he's gotten uh-huh. big brands because of that you know like he would challenge them instead of like hey you know here's my service take it totally. you know so yeah it's very it's a great approach actually yeah. <laughs> it's a really good approach <laughs> but yeah okay well um, I am actually really thankful that you made some time. And again, like I've mentioned, Carlos, I'm really stoked um, just to be able to speak with you because it is like a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, like um, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people here who are following you as well are, are um, keen to start following your advice and just going to like, really evolving themselves as well, removing these limitations and moving forward with the future or their careers. And so, yeah, I really would like to thank you for coming um, to this podcast and and, uh, doing this interview. Well, thanks so much, uh, Charlotte, for for having me. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you and and sharing this with with the audience. Uh, I'll be glad to, to, to return here anytime soon.